You want to hear a little more Seeks? Maybe bring him back up. Yeah. That's nice. Thanks, Seeks. It's cool, man. Talk to you later. Hey, guys. There's no more music. It's just me. And when I say it's just me, I really mean it's just me. This is Not For Nothing on Little Water Radio with Chris and no one else. Other Chris, K-Chris... Our beloved co-host suddenly passed on early this morning, and we're sad. But we're gonna, the show must go on. The show must go on. I can't just sit idly by and let sports fans of a certain variety not know the picks they shouldn't pick against, because I'm so bad at this, all you have to do is choose the opposite of what I choose, and you'll be right. That's the new spin on this show. Uh, no, in all seriousness, uh, dearest, dearest K. Chris is on one of his 17 vacations he takes each year. Uh, this one to beautiful Canada. And then back, swinging back down through Seattle area, the Pacific Northwest where he's lovingly from. Uh, with his ma. I think he's in a car with his ma right now. He's in a car with his ma and his wife. Probably sitting in between them. I think it's a I think it's a coupe. I think they rented a coupe, a uh, Miata, um, and they're all just gonna they just put they just put Anne on on the roof. Um, it works. It works. It saves money. Um, anyway, you're listening to uh, Not for Nothing, the, your weekly uh, in too early and uh, casually wrong pot, uh, radio show about sports, life, other things. Let's get into it. Um, I well by getting into it I mean really just learn a little bit about what happened yesterday on the NFL field because I can tell you right now I don't know shit. You want to know why I don't know nothing about what happened yesterday? I'm pretend I'm Chris. Why is that, dude? Well, because I was in New Jersey, which is where I live. Yes, but I was also in deeper New Jersey at my dear friend Eric's house, who has the only person I know who has a two-car garage. Why do you need a two-car garage, you might ask? No, it's not to make meth. It's to get a Corvette. My father and mother uh, gave me and my wife uh, a Corvette for our wedding gift uh, this past January. It took me this long to figure out how to get it here from Montana, which I finally did. It came on a gigantic fucking semi that looked like... Like something a circus would come to town with. It had a big hydraulic back. It was an enclosed thing. And they had to pull these crazy old-timey cars off to get this 1980 Big Bird yellow Corvette off. The neighbors thought that the Redneck Circus had come to town. It was fantastic. Um, And I shouldn't be complaining at all. And I'm not because I got a fucking Corvette now. And I'm going to... I guess learn how to use cars properly because I fucking took this thing out and it it drove me. It drove me. It's a monster of a car. It it was fucking crazy. It was absolutely crazy. But anyway, that my poor um, misfortune of having to wait on a Corvette 
uh, meant I didn't catch a lot of the game. So I tried. So then I tried to make up for it last night. I I got home in time for the for the late game for the Packers Vikings, um, which is which is a good segue for me to tell you that K Chris has been texting me about 32 texts a minute over the past I don't know hour or two of things he would wanted to have talked about on today's show um, which then I'm supposed to go through and review uh, one-sidedly so I'm gonna jump right to the last one because because it is uh, this is one that I would have loved to have fought with him about um, he he says that he uh, Season MVP, Sam Bradford. That's the topic. Okay, so right off the bat, K. Chris thinks that Sam Bradford is now an MVP candidate. Um, I'm good. I, I might be putting words into his mouth, but but I think, I think he's saying that this is, this is something that he he thinks may happen. I, it's it's amazing. This is this is great. I thought we were done overreacting after week one, but we're not. We're gonna just keep overreacting until until the season's over and then we'll overreact about how everyone overreacted. Um, he says, uh, outplayed Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> made 22 of 31 passes for 286 yards and two deep throws for touchdowns, no turnovers or butt fumbles and did it most, not that Mark Sanchez ever was considered an MVP, uh, and did it mostly without Adrian Peterson who was ineffective before being injured in the third quarter. So, that's the hot take. That's the take of the take uh, from K. Chris. His new, his new uh, leading candidate for MVP of the NFL season, Sam Deadpool Bradford. Uh, I, I'm speechless. First of all, I don't know how anyone could have watched this fucking game with the sound on because Chris Collinsworth, not unlike Chris Merseth, the the co-host of the show who couldn't make it here today to defend this craziness. He, he was making it seem as though Sam Bradford wasn't Sam Bradford. Like he, he, or maybe he was acting as though Sam Bradford needed this. Like, Oh, let's cheer on old Sammy. Mr. Oh, I just learned the system and what the dude threw two fucking touchdown passes. He, he had the exact, same performance, two touchdowns, 200 plus yards, one interception as Brock Osweiler. And I know I'm going to get fucking shit for bringing it back to Brock Osweiler, but everyone's like, I'm not still on the fence about fucking Brock Osweiler. But fucking Sam Bradford all of a sudden is doing amazing things against a weak fucking defense, which is clear. Um, just because Aaron Rodgers was watching on the sideline, it, Green Bay is a horribly coached team. Minnesota, who, who you all know I like, is 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 a well-coached team playing its first game at home which is a teaser to another bullshit fucking saga that we've dealt with yesterday they won by three fucking points the defense played out of their fucking minds i mean the defense was incredible i love the return of the purple people eaters i'm gonna be a douche and actually say those words but i'll i i might be overreacting on that i thought that they were fun to watch um I still don't regret reneging on my Vikings pick. I think that the Vikings are transparent. I think Sam Bradford is Sam Bradford, and I'm not. I'm not even. I the the thought of Sam Bradford even be considering 
a, a pro bowler is, is far-fetched to me. Um, but boy, Chris Collinsworth, that guy, he thought that he'd never seen something so great that he learned the playbook and two winks and wow. I mean, come on. Come on. Really? Really? He learned the playbook? He had some nice touch throws. He did. But guess what? He's an NFL quarterback, and he's supposed to have those. He had, you know, he stood in the pocket. But guess what? He's the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. Why are we making excuses for Sam Bradford having one good game? Are we going to say that he finally has a good system around him? Maybe. It's one that Teddy Bridgewater won with as a rookie. Maybe that's it. Anyway, I'm starting to sound a little like Mike Francesa right now. I'm just rolling along and repeating myself because I have no one to counterbalance what I'm saying. And it is weird. I'm going to take a drink of this uh, Diet Coke real quick. So cesspitous. Um, anyway, I'm going to work backwards from there because I've, I've got the ESPN.com website up. Um, but first, can I, can I really did take a drink of something. And that something was a, a beer. Uh, had a, I bought a pop on the way here. Just a single can, just a nice, nice beer. Loosen up the uh, vocal cords, you know. It's 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 happy hour. I have a have a quick one. No excuses needed. But there are no delis anymore. There are no convenience stores anymore. We live in New York, and you know what we have now? CVS or Dwayne Reed or Walgreens or whatever the fuck it is. So you want a you want a quick pop? You want to you want a pop because you're grown up. You got to go into a place where people are buying tampons and fucking Q-tips and getting pr- prescriptions filled. And, and so, and there's one cashier and it's, it's not like, oh, throw, I'm going to throw a couple bucks on the counter, get a fucking beer. I got to stand in the line <laughs> and bear in mind, I look homeless today. I'm wearing like a flannel shirt and like sweat pant pants and it's raining. So I'm kind of just generally soggy and disgusting looking. I've got a scraggly beard and I'm just standing in line at the Walgreens listening on my headphones to the today's Bill Burr podcast, which is hilarious. Um, so I'm standing in line and I realize I'm just holding a beer at five o'clock in the afternoon at a, at a Walgreens in lower Manhattan laughing, just laughing out loud. And I was like, I have graduated to crazy person. I'm fully in everyone's mind in this line, the crazy guy. And I just leaned into it. I actually paid with a crumply up bill. I was like, oh, this is fitting. Can you make change for this crumply crumply $5 bill? Uh, And the guy asked me if I had a CVS card. I wish I would have pulled it out of my wallet. I didn't because I don't because I didn't. I don't. Anyway, that's me. That's my little that's that was that was a little funny, a little funny anecdote that happened to me today. What happened? What happened to you guys? Did you do anything fun? Are you going to watch football tonight? I think you are. I think you're going to like it. Anyway, carrying on. Broncos, Colts. Boy, did this turn out the way that everybody thought. Andrew Luck can't play against a good defense. Andrew Luck's defense can't play against anybody. I I wanted the Colts to win. They couldn't. That's all I can say about that. You know what? Actually, this week was sort of like the week that bad guys won. I mean, if if you're if you're me, I don't. Almost every team that I wanted to win lost. The Raiders, the fucking Falcons. I mean, the Raiders lost to the Falcons. The Jags look 
garbage, just straight garbage town against the Chargers. Uh, I When I started watching the chunk of this game as I pulled into a Hooters in my new Corvette, um, yeah, that actually happened, folks. You're getting a great mental image of who I really am. Um, the, uh, the Jags were down 28 nothing, and that's sort of where it stayed, you know, kind of, kind of gain, give, give or take a 10 points or something like that. Uh, Jameis Winston, Jameis Winston came back down to earth. Oh, this is one of, this is a, this is a Chris hot take. Let me, uh, let me get back on my, uh, on my cellular device really quickly while you guys think about flowers and crab legs. Uh, yo, Chris, Chris Merseth hot take on Jameis Winston is that he is a douche. And he probably will not be in the in NFL football after this week. Shit, where's this hot take? Oh, Jameis Winston and the Bucks came back down to earth after he threw four INTs and lost a fumble. And then he just casually goes, dot, 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 also your Niners. Which I should explain. I maybe overreacted on the 49ers. And, you know, this is the this is the... It's, it's the risk you take when you watch a football game and evaluate it for yourself um, because you, you, can, you can get, especially after the first week, you get a little sidetracked. You don't really understand the competition. So the Niners whooping the Rams, though they beat Seattle on some bullshit, some, some conspiracy bullshit this week, they, uh, you know, they, it's, I thought the Niners defense was good. Let's just put it that way. I, I got I got hot on Chip Kelly. I'm hot for I'm hot for Chippy, uh, and that's not gonna change. Uh, but man, 14 points. I thought that was enough. The Panthers looked a little shaky. I thought Cam might be working out the cobwebs from the week before. Um, no, 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 no. Uh, I home first of all, home field advantage plays a significant role in the NFL for some reason. I don't know how because Pro Football Live. Is very stilted. It can get very boring. Uh, maybe that's part of it. But I just, you know, like I don't. It, it, there is an advantage. I just, I, I don't know how the fans keep energized for th- for after sitting there for three hours of a football game, plus the getting there and the tailgating and then the dread of having to leave and go to work the next day. I don't know how they get so excited, but they do, uh, and it helps because fuck the Panthers crushed the Niners. Fourteen points sure wasn't enough. No, I would have needed like. 19 20 um so i ate my balls on that i had a little side little side wager with old ben mo dear dear ben mo ben mo can you hear me ben mo wrong before probably not the niners got the asses kicked and i learned a valuable lesson about throwing away money it's dumb um i probably am going to uh to take a week off and just sort of reassess rethink reevaluate maybe sit down while someone sings Yankee Doodle Dandy and see if I can stir up a controversy. Who knows? Who knows? I don't. You want to know what I do know? You want to know what I know? The Golden Goose won again. What? The Golden Goose won again. What did you say? The Golden Goose delivered another sterling batch of golden eggs for the people to enjoy and taste and lavish over and wonder at. Brock Osweiler, Kalispell, Montana zone, 2-0 as a Texan. 
Oh, the Chiefs are mighty, the Chiefs are good, the defense and the tomfoolery. But no. You know who's good? Brock motherfucking Osweiler's good. So get that through your head, haters. Um, sorry if I'm blowing out the levels on that, but that's how, that's how things need to be treated when we're talking about the Golden Goose. Double G's. The guy's a fucking maniac. The guy's a maniac. He, I'm, I'm so proud. I'm brimming, I'm brimming with pride here. And I know that I'm not going to eat my words. I, you know, I, I loved, I love, I shouldn't have said past tense. God damn it. Blake Bortles. I do. I think he's got, I think he's got what it takes. He's got what it takes. But tell me why can't he be Sam Bradford? Uh, anyway, but this is different. This is not a Blake Bortles love affair. This is a homegrown Montana love. Dude left the team I hate the most in the world and shunned them. Took his ring and went home. Said, I don't want to meet Obama. I don't care. I'll meet him next year when I win the Super Bowl with the Texans. That's what he's going to do. Uh, nah, it's a little premature, but the Texans did win. And that's pretty cool. Uh, speaking of backup quarterbacks, <laughs> not at all. Uh, Janine Garoppolo must have had an accident at, uh, at the Comedy Cellar. I didn't see it. I heard he got lumped. Um, but America's team won. The American Patriots do you guys remember the year after the year of 9/11, when the Patriots won the Super Bowl, and it was kind of like the Rams were like Al Qaeda and the Patriots were America. Like you knew the Patriots were gonna a team called the Patriots that was red, white, and blue was not gonna lose the Super Bowl that year. I'm not, I, I I'm not a truther in any sense of the word. The only truth I want to know is did the NFL conspire to make the Patriots win the year of 9/11? Think about that. Chris, Chris Merseth, can you hear me? This is what happens when you're not there. I'm 16 minutes in and I'm talking about my Super Bowl t whatever XCV conspiracies about parallels between. <laughs> I got to shut up. Ah, look at that. Giants and Saints. Who watched this game outside of New York and New Orleans? Anybody? Does anybody go, hey, guess who it's on? The Giants and the Saints. I wonder if it will be good. They didn't do that. You want to know why they didn't do that? Well, the Giants, though interesting as a comeback tale, and the Saints, though interesting if you give a shit about Dan Marino's throwing records, are interesting teams. You, you wouldn't choose to watch this game. You just wouldn't. Why would you? Why would you? Because of the gripping 23-yard field goal that capped the end of the game? Were there some decisions that were made? I'm sure it was a real nail biter. Uh, the one thing I can say about it is Sterling fucking Sharp is good at football. That's right. I was right. Um, actually, his name's not Sterling Sharp. It's like Sterling Shepard, but whatever. I just gave him a cooler name that was already a name of someone else. Um, blah, blah, blah. Cowboys. Oh, so I have, a, I have a thought about the Cowboys, Chris. Well, what's up? Uh, the thought is that the Cowboys... Well, you know what? I'm going to wait to get into picks to, to, to sort of talk about how I feel about each team. I do want to quickly say that, um, and I'm, and I'm going to go through Chris's hot takes because they are, they are pretty funny and they're pretty good. And I can actually spin on them a little bit. And, it, and I'm already at the 20-minute mark, which means that I can do this for fucking ever. I don't know why I thought I needed a co-host. I don't. 
All I need is my friend, Sapporo. Hi, Sapporo. Yum. Um, so, the Steelers. The Pittsburgh football Steelers. I don't know how good the Bengals are. I'm guessing they're just as good as they were last year. I know that there was talk that they might be a Super Bowl contender. Now, I didn't get to watch the entire game because my wife deems it unsafe to drive on the highway and watch the NFL ticket. I disagree. I think it's fine. She did, she did concede that it's okay in city in city driving because there's so much traffic you can watch during the stops, which is why I married this amazing person. Um, but cooler heads prevailed at last. I didn't watch it on the road, so I only got to see really the first half and and like some highlights. And what I saw was that I never I never felt like Pittsburgh was I never this is the season that Pittsburgh doesn't feel like that team that's that's going to kill themselves or that's going to shit the bed. They don't. I'm not saying they're I'm not saying they're they're in the hunt for the Super Bowl. The Steelers have have underachieved, overachieved many times in my 40 years. I've seen it all. Um, but one thing I haven't seen is a, I mean, I've never seen Ben Roethlisberger. He just he's he's got so much command out there, um, and I and I wonder. There's a bunch of different reasons for this. I'm sure maturity. He's a he's a, he's amazing. He's strong. He he's got more time to throw the ball. I mean, I don't know if these receivers are any better than receivers he's had in the past. Uh, the system. You know, people say he and Todd Haley are finally getting along. Could be. Could be. Maybe it's because being in the NFL spotlight is a pain in the ass. And no one wants to talk about Ben Roethlisberger. Because when you talk about Ben Roethlisberger, you talk about, well, you talk about that. And he doesn't have endorsements. He doesn't get interviewed long. He's never brought into the studio. He doesn't really have to answer to anybody but Pittsburgh fans who give him a pass, obviously, uh, his wife and and himself. And I and I think I don't think Ben's ever doubted his his abilities. Um, I think he doubted the system for a bit. And I still think Mike Tomlin's a shaky coach. But, man, the fucking Steelers look good. I feel good. Like I was like, yeah, they won. Of course they won. And and like. What's gonna happen at the end of this year, when people go apeshit and try to like pay money? They're they're gonna be the D'Angelo Williams and Janine Garoppolo sweepstakes is gonna be bonkers at the end of the year. Even though Janine got hurt, I have a feeling he's gonna be back by the time singles is finished taping. I I, I gotta stop. I don't have a lot of Janine Garoppolo Janine Garofalo jokes, uh, and they're not they're not good to start with because she's not good. It's hard to make something funny out of something that isn't funny. Um, or maybe that's not true. I don't know. Anyway, she was on twenty four. She looked kind of purple throughout the season. Maybe I could work off that. Maybe maybe if Janine Jin, Jimmy Garoppolo or whatever the fuck his name is was the was the next future Hall of Fame quarterback for the uh, for the Vikings. I could call him. Nah, it wouldn't work. Anyway, uh, speaking of eating, and I know that this is an old story, and I and I just have one quick thought on it. Rex Rex Ryan. There was a, there was a, during a during a slow a slow 
day of NFL football, ESPN put up some click clickbait bullshit that basically said that uh, that Rex Ryan, in sol- an act of solidarity, took off his lap band because his brother Rob, d- it didn't work for him. He like ate his or I don't know. Um, first of all, he should have just said lap bands are dangerous, and I shouldn't I shouldn't have one. And secondly, my brother has a dope stomach that I want to have too. I've never been pregnant. I would like to experience that. Maybe I want to get in touch with the cycle of life. Or maybe the dude would just wants to eat food. I mean, it doesn't look good. He's never going to be skinny enough to look good. He, he lives in Buffalo. You know he wants wings. You know he wants wings. He wants that fucking he wants that those wings. I think the dinosaur barbecue was started in Buffalo too. He wants the he wants the, that barbecue. He, while while the time while the times there. So and this this is unintentional but but Chris in one of his text takes um he's he's like so so Rex fired the offensive coordinator. And now he's got to go on the road against the Patriots and the Cardinals and blah blah blah. You know what, Chris? You know what? Rex doesn't give a fuck. He threw that dude under the bus. Rex ain't going nowhere. Everybody thinks he's getting fired before the end of end of the season. I disagree. I disagree. First of all, the Bills only lost by six to the Jets. All right? And everybody thinks the Jets are great, except for when they beat the Bills. The hate, the hate on the Bills has, like, reached a point. Like, why? Why hate on them? Sure. Their defense isn't good. It sure doesn't seem like it anyway. But it's, it's the second week of the season, y'all. We're going to count out the Bills who fought mightily on a Thursday night on a quick changeover. Fought mightily. Fought mightily for their team. They got their team back. Remember when Bon Jovi was going to move them to Toronto or whatever the fuck? Did they go? Did they go to Drake Town? No. Fucking Buffalo stayed in bad goddamn Buffalo. Named after a cowboy who may or may not have ever lived. With a buffalo. You know what we don't even have in America? Buffalo. They're called bison. Buffalo live in Africa. It's a team that is that has been abused more than any other professional sports team. If you live through the 80s and 90s, you know what I'm talking about. They they live in a they play in a horrible town. They travel the most of any other team. And they've got the Ryan brothers, who would make amazing tag team managers. Wouldn't that be great? With like a tag team, like I don't know what tag teams there are these days, but back in the day, it would be like the British Bulldogs, managed by the Ryan brothers. The Ryans. The Ryan bros. Be great. We should embrace them. I don't know what the hate's all about. I mean, when, when Rob was, in, when Rob was in, in Dallas, sure. That makes sense. Everybody hates people in Dallas. God knows that fucking little ratty ginger out there. Looks like a fucking Little League coach. Whatever his name is. I don't know. Chris, what's his name? Will Parker. Okay. Anyway. Why can't we just get behind Rex Ryan? Let him do his fucking job. We should, why aren't we sacrificing Mike Malarkey, the guy that cost the Lions years of their lives? Because Marcus Mariota, Mariota threw a fucking touchdown pass? We're throwing him a fucking parade? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're going to stand behind the Rex Ryans. The Rob Ryans of the world. Ryan White. <laughs> you guys drove me to this, but I have to say. It's time for picks. It's time for picks. 
what do you do when it's time for picks? So, guys, we're going to do picks. If you're out there listening to the show, uh, I've had some weird ones. I've been wrong before. I've been wrong as I was talking. I knew I was wrong. And I and I and I th- I think that this is gonna be a fun a fun week because I I don't I'm not gonna banter with Chris. Well, I'm I'm gonna banter with Chris, but I'm gonna do it as the spirit of Chris. But but I but I'm not gonna be able to talk myself out of picks because I know that he's picking something and vice versa. I might just pick. So this is gonna be interesting to see if I'm any better because whoo it'd be hard to get worse. Um, week one, in case you guys weren't listening last week, I went six and eight. And the numbers are a little off because there was there's multiple Monday night games. Uh, we're picking Monday night games on the Monday that they're happening because it's easier. Um, yada yada yuda. We'll get it fixed. We'll get it figured out. This is the third week of the show, guys. The third week. And it's. I, I mean, sure. I mean, I wouldn't. Would you leave and go on a vacation on your third day of work, on a new job? No, probably not. But you know, Chris got shit to do. But I think we got momentum, and I'm gonna keep it going. Anyway. My, uh, you know, it's really hard to do is burp on air when you're, uh, the only person there. Sapporo, I hate you. Whoa. Um, it's just very, it's very hard to, to fill that dead air. I should, like, figure out a, a tactic. I don't know. Maybe I could get a sound effect, like a, um, hey, what'd you say there, dummy? Oh, uh, hey, week one, Chris, this Chris, C Chris, one, six, and eight, K Chris, cool, seven, and seven, just getting his fucking bearings. Uh, this past week, week two, this Chris, again, six wins. I'm stuck on six, uh, six and 11. I mean, how's that even fucking possible? We picked 17 games. This can't be right. I don't know. Chris is drunk, but I guess, yeah, fuck. I, I, I mean, 11, I mean, 17, wait a fucking minute. We picked 17 games. How's that even possible? There's that many teams in the NFL. Oh, geez. My tummy hurts. Chris went nine and six. That brings us to a grand total not that anyone's counting, but if they are, I'm 12 and 19, Chris is 16 and 15. That would mean if we were putting a dime on each game, I'd be down 70 cents. Chris would be up 10 cents. Better to be up 10 cents and down seven phone calls to your mom to ask her for more money for the Snickers bar you can't afford anymore. Anyway, I'm going to chalk it up. Uh, this is, you know, again. It's the second week. I'm taking my fucking lap band off, y'all. I'm firing my offensive coordinator. I'm going to write this ship. I'm going to do it right now with our week three picks. <laughs> hey, guys. There's a game tonight. This game is happening soon. This game wouldn't even appeal to me normally. It's the, it's the Eagles. The Eagles. And I love Philly sports, just not this one particular Philly brand of sports. I don't know why. They're cool. I feel like their players have always had mustaches. I can get down with that. The Philadelphia Eagles are taking on the uh, Chicago Bears at Soldier Field. The Rosen Um, Randall Cunningham's going to have a great night. I think that was the last time uh, the Eagles were on Monday night. Remember that when he got like hit and he did a little hand plant like he was a skater? A little method. And he got back up, and everyone jizzed. Well, maybe the great Sammy Wentz, Carson Wentz, Pete Wentz, whatever the fuck his name is, from whence he came. The quarterback of the future, North Dakota State-led 
Philadelphia Eagles. The only reason to watch this game is because Wentz is the true badass. The true overachiever. Not Dak Shepard. Nope. Not fucking Jimmy Garoppolo. Not Goff. Whatever. It's Wentz, man. And he's gonna show it. He's gonna show it again tonight. I have a feeling that Philly, the Philly like crushes crushes the Bears. I I really do. Uh, it's three points. Uh, the home teams get the home teams given three. Hit this hit this over the head, guys. Philly's for real. Hit it over the head. Uh, and you know what? Chris agrees with me. Uh, what's your take, Chris? Yeah, I agree with everything you said, pretty much. Oh, you do? Yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much. Well, I, I think you're pretty much the, the smartest guy in the room. Okay, all right. Well, I'm not, I'm gonna leave it at that. That that was pretty good. Uh, Thursday night football. Finally, a game I might watch, and I wouldn't normally because it's Houston against New England. Which, I mean, Houston, you gotta get. You guys have to be honest. Like Houston has just not been that appealing of a team for. I mean, unless you like jacked up football defensive dudes well i who doesn't but but you know they've been a sort of a defensive minded team they've kind of gone through a series of of running backs who have been good ish um nonetheless houston is uh houston's got brock now they've got they've got deandre deandre uh they're fun they're a fun team I, I don't care what you say uh they're play they're at new england and New England, I'm fairly certain, is playing with the, this guy, Christy Brinkley, um, from North Dakota State. Or, North, sorry, North Carolina State. Um, man, I'm, I'm going to go against my heart here. I'm going to go... Oh, it's two points. So, New England's the underdog here, which is weird. Do you, can, you, can, you possibly root, can you possibly take a game? You can't go against New England when they're, when they're getting points. You just can't. I mean the four and oh, the four and oh, nah. Ugh. You know what? I'm take ah. See, I don't need Chris. Oh, you know what, Chris? It's your turn. Why don't you choose? Oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the uh, I'm gonna go with the golden goose. You're gonna go with the golden goose just like that? Yeah, man. I'm just gonna go with the uh, with the golden goose. All right, fine. You know what? I'm gonna agree with you on that. Why go against the golden goose? Great call. All right. Sorry if this is fucking as schizophrenic as it as it feels doing it, but uh, I'm gonna I'm just gonna I'm gonna keep going with it. I'm gonna ride it home. I'm gonna ride it home to. So if you can handle another half hour of me pretending to be Chris and being my normal jackass self, then have fun. Uh, this one's mine, Chris. Is that cool? Yeah. That. Th- oh, sorry. That wasn't Chris. Yeah, that's right. That's not Chris either. Anyway, uh, this is Baltimore at Jacksonville. It's even, and the funny thing is, is like these teams feel so much alike. Um, like they're both, like you want to say they're on the cusp, but but on the cusp of what? I, I feel like the the Jags are finally not the cellar dwellers, but they've just reached that place of they've reached that place of like not of like averageness. They're like the average team. Uh, I haven't I haven't watched a full Jags game and I'm not gonna start with this lump of shit because God knows I can't stand watching Baltimore because they're the worst team on earth. Um, but anyway, it's it's even it's a pick 'em it's a pick 'em. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Baltimore because I'm tired of getting burned by the Jags. Um, and maybe if I root against them, they'll win. So I'm taking the Ravens. K Chris, oh Chrissy Poo, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna stick with Blake Bortles. What? Yeah, I mean, I like him. Yeah, but I mean, I I always I, I always go. Hey, listen, listen. We both like Jacksonville. 
We both like him. We can both like him now. You know, Chris, you're right. But I'm not, not rooting for him this week. You can't talk me into it. No, you should, you should go for Jacksonville. Nope, Chris. Get over here right now. What? what? Here, look at this. What? <laughs> no, just kidding. I won't hurt you. Okay, thanks. I got scared. Uh, you just turned into Ernie. I can't do this anymore. Baltimore. I'm, take, I'm sticking with Baltimore. That's my pick. Chris, he to- took Jacksonville. I'm guessing it's just because it's an even game. And, and it really is hard to determine. Plus, I don't think either one of us have watched a ton of either of those teams. Although, Chris seems to watch a decent amount of football. Sip. Uh, uh, the game everyone looks forward to twice a year. Man, this like why am I so grumpy? I just I feel like Washington Redskins at the New York Giants. The Giants are good. I mean, can we just say it? Like this is this is a gimme. I know I, I know Chris well enough to know he's taking the Giants. I am too. Even with four four and a half points. Uh as I said before, Sterling Shepard is great. Um the the I I mean, even though no I tried to watch the game this week and and the Giants and the Saints and I watched a half of it and then I realized I was watching a, a paint dry and so I I was like wow that thought that was Eli Manning but it was just paint drying and I was like oh that old saying huh? it's like watching paint dry it's true uh, anyway the Giants the Giants the Giants lock them in that's my lock of the week Chris what do you think I'm gonna wait on my lock of the week okay well fine you wait on your lock of the week Okay. Well, do you have anything else to say? I mean, you've been sitting there pretty silently. Well, I mean, I like, I like Eli. You do? Yeah, it's pretty good. I like this voice of yours. I, li- I like it better than the other one. Yeah, I'm going to lean into this one. Okay, cool. So, uh, I'm going to put it in the piece of paper that you sent me that's actually not a piece of paper. It's numbers. Hey, Chris, why are we using numbers? I have no idea. I've never used it before, but... Boy, it sure is. It it sure is interactive. It's a great program. Google Docs, fuck them. Fuck their docs, right? Right in the butt. Or in the face, whatever you want to do. Okay, I'm going off the rails here. Arizona. The team that does bad one week and then is good the next. Nobody knows what is nobody knows what's going on here. Nobody knows what's going on. They're playing Buffalo. I'm gonna Buffalo gets four. They're at home against Arizona. Arizona Arizona, I think I think Carson Palmer is suspect. I I think that I think that Rex. I mean, I can tell by Chris's choice, which is the which is the the goddamn Cardinals that he thinks that he's he's just going for the Rex Ryan thing. Man, I really wish he was here right now. I wish you were here, Chris, but he's not. Chris takes Arizona. That Chris, me, he takes Arizona. I take Buffalo in my. Throw your money into a fan and watch it crumble in the air and fall onto the ground and still pick it up and try to reuse it. Pick of the week. Denver at Cincy. Uh, this one is a uh, this one's an interesting one. Um, mostly because did, is Pittsburgh just that good? Is that what happened? How would we know? Also, how is Denver an underdog? Why was Denver an underdog? They're giving up three and a half, or they're getting three and a half points. I know why they're an underdog. Because they have a fucking shitty quarterback, guys. And I watched some of this game yesterday. I watched some of the Denver game yesterday. Um, they They lost a key cog. There were a lot of injuries. In fact, that's something that should be talked about. And I'll probably wait for Chris to talk about this because 
I think it is a it's a disturbing thing and I can't tell if there have always just been lots of injuries and I and it was you know less important or maybe it was equally as important but we didn't have constant updates like I I feel like the ESPN in, in particular uses injuries as clickbait like they're always throwing injuries at you like even before their injuries um everyone wants to tweet everyone wants to be the first person to get the fucking to get the call on an injury everyone wants to be adam schefter but it fucking feels like there's a lot of fucking injuries in the nfl man and it's weird because the game seems so safe you know like it feels like i just don't understand how do you get hurt playing that game it's weird to me I mean, it, it, it makes it, it just it, ma- it makes me pause. It makes me pause. Could the NFL be unsafe? Could people be risking serious life altering injury by playing a sport for children? But 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 if they if they peeled it back, if they I'm not, you know, God forbid they, they cancel the NFL. That would be that would be stupid. And, and, and in all seriousness, I would hate it if that happened. I love football. I love playing football. I mean, in a, in a very, in a very amateur capacity, but I love, I love the sport. I, I would even play that stupid game with the, the electronic football where they just around. Like I, football has been a part of me and, and God knows my parents were not big NFL fans. I, I found this game on my own, but I don't think it needs to be violent to be fun to watch. And I, and I hate to get on my soapbox here, but let me just be serious for a second. There's no reason this game can't it's it, the, the game isn't impacted negatively by players not being built to destroy by people that are eight years old focusing on being mammoth men that try to crush another man for our entertainment i think that you can play this game and and, and it does still have beautiful aspects and why i don't want to hold back athleticism of course everyone wants to be the best they can be and they'll do anything to do that. We know there's suspensions about it every year. Suspensions for drugs, suspensions for illegal hits, whatever those fucking are, whatever, who determines that? It's not illegal on the field, but it can be illegal later. I, I, I just, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know why we can't replay penalties. Why can't we replay, replay? If, if somebody does a helmet to helmet hit and they call it, is it going to slow down the game if they look at it quickly and, and reverse it? I mean, I'm, anyway, I'm getting on a tangent. The, the bottom line is there seems to be a lot of fucking injuries in this game this season, and it makes me nervous, and I'm afraid someone's going to die. And, and I don't even know if that I would clearly be bad if somebody died, but is it bad? I, we just don't. We're not. They're, whatever they're doing to make this game safer, they're not. And, and why don't they just take their helmets off? You know, it's a stupid, I, a stupid answer, but it just, I, I'm going to wrap this up by saying this. Why, why are people committing their lives to, to playing a, a sport where they can, somebody's going to throw their head with a motorcycle helmet at their knee in order to make a tackle, like just make a tackle. You don't have to crush a person. And that's what we, that's what we coach them. You've got to, crush you've got to kill and and those are the people that make the big money for the three years they're in the league it just it, it doesn't make sense and and uh, you know what i'm i'm sorry i'm getting off of it i'm getting off of it i just i think the nfl could be as great as it 
as it is, I think it would be better. I'm going to go back and say it'd be better if we, if we had, if we figured out a way and we've got many smart people on earth, if we figured out a way to make this game, if we put as much effort into making this game safe for the players as we do making it close so we can sell sponsorships for the Super Bowl. Anyway, I'm done. I'm done with that. That's my, that's my leave me alone and I'm going to fucking talk a lot. We've got a couple more picks here. We've got to get through them. Denver, Cincinnati, I, the day I stop picking, the day I stop picking Denver is the day they start winning. So I'm going with Denver. <laughs> Hopefully they won't win. Uh, K. Chris does the same. That's a, that's a, we choose the same Z. We'll call that the same Z's pick, right? Yeah, that's a pretty good name. Something else. Okay. Cleveland at Miami. I think Cleveland lost their quarterback again, but I don't think it fucking matters because there just isn't enough talent on this team. This is the fucking Cleveland Indians. Like if they were going to make, and they, I know they already did make a, a major league with a, a, ba- a football team. It was called like the longest fold touchdown or extra points or something like that. I think. Kathy Ireland was in it. Anyway, if they were to do a football version, it would be this year's team. It's it's sad, and, and I can't – like, I want to say, yeah, this is the one where they come back, but they won't. Miami wins that, even giving up almost 10 points at 9.5. Chris. Feels the same. All right, Chris feels the same. We're, gonna, we're pretty locked in here, bud. Yeah, I mean, I like when we're locked in. We're locked in the room. I like that. No, I mean, we're locked in step with these picks. Oh, yeah, me too. That's what I meant. Okay. Anyway, uh, Oakland at Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee, Tennessee. Tennessee, Tennessee. Tennessee? Wait, Oakland's the underdog on this? Fuck yeah. Oakland gonna win that. What? Dude. That, that line can't be real. We're gonna have to look that up. A- anyway, according to Chris's sheet, Oakland's favored, or Oakland's an, a one-point underdog, I guess because they're on the road in Tennessee. I don't even know where Tennessee plays. Somewhere outside of Lexingham. Anyway. That's that. If I if I wouldn't have already picked a lock, that would be my lock of the week. But this is gonna be K. Chris's lock of the week. Lock of the week. Lock him up in the room. Me alone. Ah, dude, come on. I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, we got a uh, Minnesota at Carolina. The Vikings. The wait, the Vikings with the, the 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 Sam Bradford, or should we just call him Lord Bradford? With Lord Bradford at the helm. Yo, Chris. Chris goes against. I'm, I sneak in and look. Chris, Chris is going against this. He's going with Carolina. Carolina at home. Uh, I got to agree, man. Sam Bradford comes back down to earth. That is a done deal. And uh, we both take Carolina in that one. Detroit at Green Bay. I have no idea if Detroit's good or bad, but like getting seven and a half, even though it's in Green Bay, I I think that I think that the people that were saying Detroit was good last week are still right, even though I'm sure they are saying something different today i'm gonna still pretend like i'm in this bubble from last week where things are one way but not the next uh i know detroit got handed a weird loss yesterday uh they're they're gonna win this game they'll at least cover the seven and a half chris disagrees he's going with green bay and his best friend uh aaron Rodgers. i like aaron Rodgers. he's pretty Attractive and does a double take. That's pretty fun. I like that discount little thing. All right. Well, you know, I do too. I like a I like a commercial as much as the next guy, especially an insurance one. I really like the one with that guy, that mean drum teacher, who's like, I'm not the guy from Little Miss Sunshine, but you think I am. Uh, moving along, San Fran at Seattle. This is uh, 
yeah, Chris is Chris is des- desperation picking uh, Seattle because he's nervous. Um, he's actually not. I'm sure he feels the same way I do that the Rams were handed a fucking win yesterday on some bullshit pass interference calls. That's a topic I want to talk to Chris about next week because I think pass interference is raping this league. That's a terrible word to use. I, you know, every week I use a bad word. Or maybe Chris does. I don't know. Anyway, that's a that was a bad that was a bad example, and I, and I don't want to, I don't want to use that word. I don't. Uh, but I do think that pass interference is just too arbitrary, uh, and I think they're going to hand one back to Seattle for letting them let the Rams win at home in their home opener in L.A. Uh, which brings me to the Rams, who are on the road against Tampa Bay. I'm going to agree with Chris again. This is not just me trying to ride his coattails, although it sure 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 might be a good idea since he's actually up on the season. Uh, I like Tampa Bay in this game as well. Uh, I don't think the Rams are good. I think they gave him a gimme. Uh, I think Jeff Fisher is, well, you know. If you listen to this before, you know how I feel about Jeff Fisher. I don't need to, whatever, to a dead horse, you know, horse, 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 hug. I don't even hug a dead horse, right? That would be gross. It would be gross. It would, but if he was just tenderly lying on the side of the road and you just felt the urge, you might want to just hug him right i mean does he smell good still uh yeah he's still i mean it's like fresh it's fr- he's fresh i just don't understand why i'm gonna hug him all right this is quickly turning into a weird uh like i feel like one of those hillbilly uh where they like puppeteer guys um ventriloquist i really hope no one is watching me right now uh through this window they are ah oh, shit pittsburgh at philly uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, this is going to have to be a double predictor prediction. And this is a tough one. And I'm going to ask Chris to, to get this one back, but I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, Philly wins. I think maybe the, uh, the next host might be here, but I'm going to have to make her wait. If she is Margo, you're going to have to wait your turn because I can't get those, those things at once. I can't leave the station. Uh, but I am going to wrap this up and play you a long version of the Seeger song to get us out of here. Uh, I'm going to take Philly at home. With a two and zero, it's gonna be two and zero against two and zero. We're gonna do the uh, the old uh, the old Pennsylvania Turnpike uh, Tribune battle, the two cities that couldn't be more different in the same state championship. Uh, following that, following that, immediately following that, San Antonio plays San San Antonio. Jesus, I gotta go home. Uh, San Diego against Indy. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? You take luck. You don't. There's no 0 and 3 Andrew Luck. Indy at home. Chris takes San Diego. He couldn't be more wrong. This is Chris following his heart, his heart on for San Diego. I'm sorry. They're not mad. Don't say heart on. <laughs> now he's Nell. Jesus, what's happening? I'm not melting. Uh. Anyway, the Jets at Kansas City. Man, I shouldn't even be on. This is just terrible. I'll never do this again by myself. Um. Jets at Kansas City. Boom shakalaka. That was a word I said because I couldn't think of anything else to say. Jets are better than Kansas City. Now, Kansas City at home. Ooh, giving up three. I'm going to go with Kansas City. I think they come back. I, I want to believe that. Uh, I want to believe the Brock Osweiler beat a good team. And uh, Casey, Casey stick, sticks it out. Chris feels the same because he, uh, I think he, I think I might have talked him into thinking Fitz Pansies was uh, not a good, not a good quarterback. Um, and finally, as I lead us into the sunset, Chicago at Dallas in a game that I promise you I will never watch 
Not even for one half of a second. Not even if I was in an airport that, well, just an airport. I mean, I'd watch anything at an airport. I think I was at an airport like a week ago and I was watching like shot put. So anyway, uh, Chicago at Dallas. I, I think Chicago's the worst team in football just as of right now. Uh, Dallas takes that one. That means there's a little bit of disparity between Chris's nice picks. I think we agreed on, you know, same, same basic, maybe, maybe more, maybe more connected picks here. Um, maybe that had something to do with the fact that I could see a sheet and could, I tried not to look at his pictures before he, before I, I chose mine, but I couldn't help myself. I was like a kid at Christmas time. Uh, anywho, anywho, nobody doesn't like that word, right? It's always funny. Cause it's like anyhow, but instead you're saying anywho, you know, which why would you do that? It's like, you know how it's spelled. It's like kindergarten. Why would you say kindergarten? You know, it's, you know, it's not kindergarten, but you still say it. Why do you do that? I hate that. I hate that word kindergarten. Uh, so in closing folks, week three is upon us. Week two is past. Well, almost after tonight, after Wednesday comes out of from Wednesday came and it's a, the season's good. The season is the season is is feeling is feeling strong. I I wish I wish I had a better handle on it. I I'm not going to say I wish I didn't get a Corvette. I I love my Corvette dad. I love my Corvette. I love it. I take the top off of it and I drive it around like I'm a drug smuggler in the 80s. And really you can drive that car like you're a drug smuggler in the 80s. There I I had it all mapped out in my head. I was like if I get pulled over I, I'm just going to be like, yeah, I got, I, this car only shows 85 on the speedometer. I don't know how fast it goes and, and just, and just ride it out. Like I was fully prepared to get a ticket. I wanted to see if I could bury the needle. I buried it. I buried it. I don't know how fast the car's going, but I never buried it. I totally did. Uh, all right. I'm going to let this chick in Margo. She's coming up next. Uh, she's, you're going to like this show. I think, um, why do I think that? Because I know nothing about it at all. I know Mar- I know the person's name is Margot. I'm sure she's great. I hope she plays. Let's let's try to think of what, what what's Margot gonna play. I think she's gonna play. Oh, Margot, Margot, Margot. What kind of music do you play? What kind of music do you are you into? Shit, I don't know. I'm gonna say like 1920s, like semi no 1940s, 1950s semi classic, uh, like orchestral movements like uh Madhavani, stuff like that there's margo look at that she doesn't look like a, a Madhavani player at all she's got a cool top bun um i'm gonna let her in guys which means i'm gonna get the fuck up out this bitch uh you're listening or we're listening to not for nothing this is chris without k chris and you all been fucked with little water radio.org <laughs>